Hello, my loves. Welcome to Raw Empowerment. This is a journey that has been inspired by some incredible soul connections that have showed me the most positive forms of vulnerability and what it can do. It allows us to connect to one another and recognize that no one is ever, ever alone. Let us ignite this space to celebrate everything that makes us human in its rawest and truest form. Allow this to be a space to reflect, a space to grow, a space to heal, and most importantly, a space to love. Namaste. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another kick-ass episode with an equally kick-ass cosmic goddess, my beautiful, beautiful soul sister, Amber Peruka, that I had the pleasure of meeting on the other side of the world in the most impactful way. And since then, she has just been along for this journey of life with me, and we have been able to cultivate a really beautiful friendship, sharing in these wonderful reflections of life and things that make us human and things that draw us together, which is the main point of today's topic which is recognizing the synchronicities between the energy that we put into every day, how we show up, and how that begins to reflect with the people that start coming into our lives and make impacts on our journey and this story of life. So without further ado, here is a beautiful soul who has drastically impacted my story, Amber. Y'all enjoy. Well, thanks for the intro, Carly. I'm super stoked to be joining you in this space. It's, um, it's pretty incredible that you've been able to curate a platform for people to come together and talk about topics that just, yeah, it's not about the the news or like what you have to keep up with. It's just yeah. about like what you can do for yourself and for your community. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. So I'm like, I'm super stoked to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, my name is Amber Peruka, and I am a young soul that uh, crossed paths with Miss Carly back in, what was it, 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Um, when she was one of my volunteers in Thailand for <laughs> a gift trip, and it was one of those, like, kind of innate soul connections was like, <laughs> whoa, like you're on the wavelength, dude, like you're on the journey, (laughs) you're on the path. And I think from that, like, we've just been able to still like curate a really cool friendship through distance and time. And we've still been able to like meet up at really cool intersects in life. And I've just, I've always really appreciated your journey and it's, you've taught me a lot too. And it's, (laughs) um, it's cool, but, um, yeah, I currently live in Seattle. Um, just kind of, making my way, still adventuring. Um, I was the regional coordinator for Give Volunteers for our Nepal program. And hopefully we will be able to travel again one day, um, but just keeping the dynamic space, still just uh, trying to get outside and live life to the fullest, you know? I love it. Beautiful. Yeah. Thank you, my love. For sure. Well, obviously I'm stoked out of my mind to have you on this space because you and I just innately have these ridiculous conversations that I feel like totally all the time um but I love how you even introduced like how we met because that's literally the topic of tonight is just how 
we met at a similar frequency and like a wavelength like you can recognize that within people Mm -hmm. and when we talk about attracting people based on these frequencies that we're emitting we obviously on like a boiled down version we mean that the work that you're putting in on your own healing journey is kind of reflective of the people that start to come into your life but also like super straightforward where your focus goes your energy flows and a lot of that has been coming up I feel like for a lot of us but Mm -hmm. um especially in this time um but it's definitely been a topic that I know you and I have shared a lot about and definitely have experienced on our own not only healing journeys but just like growth as becoming adults like in general Mm -hmm. and so I want to know a little bit about like where this first was presented to you, where you started to recognize, like, was there a specific significant example where you feel like, okay, like, I really understand that, like, what I'm emitting is kind of coming back to me in a way. For sure. Um, I think the first time that I ever really felt part of something bigger than myself was I mean as you could guess is just when I went on my first give trip right and it was something that I will always be so grateful for because it I realized that when there is intention and true authentic feeling brought into a space then you are able to make the most genuine connections and I think it's just so true to say that like your vibe attracts your tribe and like when you're putting it out there that you're here to do good and you might not necessarily like have like the like steps to do it but like the blueprint and like the feeling in your heart that like you want to create change for even just one person I think that that's a very powerful thing and just kind of the you know we're all just like drops in the ocean but like what is the ocean but but like just a bunch of little drops you know and so I think that that was the first time that I really felt connected and like motivated and just have met like the most inspiring and amazing humans like absolutely ever and you know if like 2020 taught me anything it's that like the law of attraction is very very real like (laughs) it you know and I've seen both sides of it like super tough like and I think that we sometimes like we try to avoid like taking responsibilities for like the things that happen to us yet we really care about the outcome of those things that happen Mm -hmm. and I've noticed that like, it's, it's about what your heart is really feeling. And therefore, if you're, if you're feeling good, then like, you're going to create goodness, but like you, it can also go downhill super quickly too. And it, yeah, I've just, I've seen it. I have felt it. I feel like I'm still experiencing it, still learning from it. So it's, um, it's a dynamic space, but it's cool. (laughs) It is. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, and yeah, I agree with you. There is such a polarity. And I think that that's something that's important to also put into Mm. everyone's minds is that, yeah, okay, traditional Western view of the law of attraction is that 
you put out all these good things and you're always thinking about love and love's always going to come back to you, which is extremely accurate, but mm-hmm. such is life. Like it's going to ebb and flow. There's going to have dips. And I think the importance of knowing that these frequencies are out there and like where you're putting all your energy into is going to come back to you is, is knowing that everyone has like this innate beautiful quality within them of love and light and like that's where all of us of course want to reside like everyone's true calling of course is to be happy but it, it will come yeah. you know <laughs> like what else is there to life you know right but um life of course ebbs and flows and it's going to be challenges come their way but I think the core idea is that if we keep ourselves centered in that idea of love it's always going to come back to us but also knowing that there is polarity and like, like you said, like I've definitely felt it. If I'm feeling really anxious, the second I wake up, I have a very anxious day. Like I create these things and like these scenarios, whether it's in my head or like what's actually happening where I'm just like exacerbating that anxiety Mm -hmm. where I'm driving and then like someone cuts me off weird or something and it's like wow that caused me some anxiety but (laughs) it's because I'm admitting that you know totally and I think that's the thing I'm just like it can happen and you have one of two options you can resonate and feel it understand it and let it go or you can dwell and let that become part of the thought pattern and you're right dude like there is such a polarity to it and one of the gifts that we have as humans is like you know my dog is like chilling right now like all she cares about is like the present like am I gonna get my food right now like I want my pets right now like I don't think that she dwells on like what's happened in the past or like tries to predict super tough like what's gonna happen in the future Mm -hmm. she's just living in the right now and it's such a blessing and a curse that we get to plan things and we get to like look forward and make a five-year plan but like if we spend so much time like you know trying to fix the past or like trying to predict the future then like we're totally missing what's happening in the present and you see again like people just get really kind of I want to say obsessed like about the outcomes of their relationships like you know you hear all the time like I'm only dating marriage material or like I'm only willing to put in to this friendship as much as I'm getting out of it. And while we're like usually doing this to protect our own hearts, I feel like what's really happening is like we're closing ourselves off to the outcomes or like to the possibilities that the universe has to provide for us. And I think in order to flip that script, we can like open our hearts up into a state of constant present receiving and just kind of like detaching ourselves from those outcomes, you know, not that you should like let some scrub, like walk into your life and like, walk all over you, you know, but like, you know, but there's definitely like a valiant distinction between like expectations and standards, but like yeah. still just like allowing yourself to live in the present and be in a state of receiving. So that way you're open to like all of the dope people that are out there in the world that are like also in the same spot as you. Yeah, no, that's so true. I mean, it's, I was actually described this idea of like future thinking and past thinking in a very clinical sense. And it made, it struck me very deep because I've experienced both of these things where Mm -hmm. the deepest core 
of what defines anxiety is overthinking about the future and the core of what defines depression is overthinking about the past and it is the complete opposite of remaining in the present and I feel like I feel like for us maybe the present is scary because we know it's fleeting and we know the future is inevitable and we know the past has already happened I feel like we have this almost fear of remaining in the present which is ironic because it's what creates life and what allows us to experience fulfilling moments on a Wednesday it doesn't have to be on the weekend you know sure totally and I think that staying true to the present it holds a certain sense of accountability for like you know the carpe diem like how are you going to seize this day like not how are you going to seize tomorrow not like how did you seize yesterday like how are you going to seize today and like that's a scary thought because you know particularly like once we graduate college and like our parents and our grandparents I I just, from other, like, older generations that I've talked to, it seemed like there was more of a formula to success of, like, you go to school, you get the job, you buy the house, like, things were just a little bit more laid out, and, like, here we are in the 21st century amongst a global pandemic, the brink of a civil war, like, navigating life, trying to still find ourselves, and, like, we're supposed to live in the present, like, the present is scary af, you know, so yeah. it's, like, that's challenging, and there's a certain sense of accountability of, like, well, what are the little things that I'm, I, I have control over right now to make, make myself proud, and, like, feel like I, I've accomplished something, and therefore, like, can attract those that those good vibes and like those positive people and it's so much easier said than done right but it's taking the responsibility and like not playing the victim in your own life story I think is a huge first step to just like feeling like you're worth it and therefore like loving yourself enough so like your friends and your family and like your relationships you're just like absorbing all of that goodness yeah you know absolutely and Mm -hmm. I mean I mean this is something that is definitely a daily practice and like you and I have just really start started to embody of of wanting to make a practice with of course our our down days and our up days all in between but like what's something for you that's been a consistent daily or every other day practice where you feel like you can remind yourself to remain in the present? For sure. I think that I have been trying my best every single day to just get outside because I've noticed for me, like I'm, I am a doer, like I'm a mover and a shaker, you know? So like, if I don't get the chance to move my body in a day, and I'm like just sitting at the desk or like just stagnant, then like I, I, I feel a sense of anxiety and like I'm not an anxious person, but like I feel this like kind of restlessness in my spirit of like, okay, like, and I can sense it by the evening time that I'm like, yo, it's like eight, 9 p.m. and I still have way too much energy. It's because like I didn't move enough today. So finding whatever that may be, whether it's yoga or slacklining or snowboarding, like it's just, I just, I have to move my body. And that's like, that to me is like my way to like expel it 
And even just from doing those things, like I've met the dopest people through slacklining and like have met like some super fun homies, like just from doing the things that I like to do, you know, and like, sure enough, other people like to do it too. So it's like, (laughs) that's like, what an easy way to make friends, you know, even amongst COVID, it's totally still possible. (laughs) Exactly. What about you? Oh, um, gosh, I mean definitely yoga. I'm, I mean, you know me, I'm so similar to you in that way that like, I can, I can feel that same sense within myself of restlessness. I, I have this innate need to always be doing something fulfilling and like doing something Mm -hmm. purposeful and like, but to my own expectations, which is astronomical compared to like, you hold yourself to a high standard. That's like, that's a good thing. But (laughs) also it's like, you know, (laughs) sometimes I need to chill out. So like, are you overachieving soul, Carly? Uh, Darn you. <laughs> uh, no, but it, it is a curse that I need to learn to to bear and like chill out sometimes. And like For that's sure. and that's a huge thing that I've I've come to start with these daily practices to like really hone my self critic in and like bring it in, bring it back to the present because like what I'm doing now is what I'm going to bring to the table today and whatever I bring and accomplish today is enough and it's okay. And the biggest ways that I've been able to do that has been like, honestly, through a morning routine, I've not been a routine person my whole life. Mm -hmm. And so just taking, I I now get up about an hour and a half to two hours before Mm -hmm. I have to do anything which is pretty substantial amount of time, but like, I really, you time. Yeah. Which I normally don't allow myself. So (laughs) it's nice to, I like, I do my like morning meditation. I do some yoga. I I need that movement. I need that flow to kind of set the pace for the day and like also shake away everything that was the day or the night before Mm -hmm. and kind of just like create a new space for a day. And I feel like that that movement with intention, which yoga is for me, is very much a way to keep me in the present, which has been very helpful. Very, very helpful. And that's something that really resonates that you taught me is just like, meet yourself where you're at, you know? And like, that's a, that in and of itself is a daily practice because like, maybe some days you're a little bit stronger than others. And like, oh, I was able to do this pose really flawlessly yesterday. And I'm like struggling today or like, I sat up so easily on the line today, but like this time I'm having like, like it's just way more like challenging. And like, instead of getting frustrated with yourself of like holding yourself to this like standard or this expectation, because again, like, you know, it's not an Instagram meme, but like the anxiety is like Instagram versus reality, right? Of like expectations versus reality. And if Mm -hmm. you like constantly hold yourself to the super high expectation and don't meet yourself where you're at on a daily basis, well then like your heart's going to be in dissonance with itself. And I think that that's such an important thing to like practice that consistency Mm -hmm. and also just be like super, super gentle on yourself as you're flowing through it too, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And like, that's something important for all of us to like come to a space where we can find within ourselves. But then once we find it, a key ingredient is to be able to reintegrate that with really important connections and relationships that we have. For sure. that's, also a, that's also a whole other challenge. And like, mm-hmm. I feel like there comes a lot with 
recognizing what we're capable of when we stay in the present moment and meet ourselves where we are we allow ourselves so much more grace but then we have like this newfound energy because of that that we have to reintegrate into these connections and these fulfilling relationships and so now with us realizing that how has that affected like your view of some of your most important relationships totally I think that again like you're never going to be able to meet anyone else where they're at until you're first able to meet yourself there and like practicing grace and forgiveness and gratitude for your own life therefore you can actually apply it towards like your really important relationships and I think we we get in this headspace of like we just hold people also to like a really high standard and sometimes even higher than we hold ourselves which like again it's just adjusting those expectations and realizing that like no one owes you a goddamn thing you know like everyone is just making their own way through life too and fumbling about and trying to figure it out and people will like continue to come and go but you know everyone that comes into our life is a blessing or a lesson and sometimes both you know and I think if the universe needs us to understand something then it will like continue to place people in our lives that teach us those lessons like if we need to learn how to set boundaries then you know, we're going to meet people that test that. Or if we need to learn how to like stop people pleasing all the time, then we're going to gravitate towards people who like challenge us to like actually learn that lesson. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super important. Like, you know, it could be like a tough pill to swallow too. You're like, you continue to like, maybe see like some like negative trends. You're like, oh, like, why can't I meet a good dude? Or like my friends like aren't like, respecting me like the way that I or like respecting my time and like the way that I'd hope so but like remember that like the universe is not framed in these binaries like we are you know like the universe doesn't see good or bad it just is you know yeah and I think that understanding that has allowed me to open myself up to the possibilities and like even amongst COVID like and like moving to a new city and like kind of starting over you know in a sense like in like a new place I've met some of like the best people I ever have you know in this like outside of give really like in this like in this short amount of time and I'm I'm so thankful like thank you universe it's like all the time like my boyfriend is so rad and like my roommate and like my friends and like my team that I'm working with with Urbana like Mm-hmm. um like a sparkling yerba mate company like they're brewing tea dude like they're brewing tea for the people and it's just like <laughs> everyone's on the wavelength dude like yes. people are waking up you know like people are really waking up and I think that that's that's kind of the vibe right now you know mm-hmm. and like I I know there's a lot of like mainstream narrative that is like and that's the hard part right is just like we got to do it responsibly. We need to do it safely. But I think that at the end of the day, like your passions and your interests are not canceled. (laughs) Like you, we just have to be maybe like a bit more innovative to make sure that it's all kosher and safe for everyone. So, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> dude. And like, that's something that I've definitely come to find, especially within the last two years of like my own journey, just recognizing how many incredible people out there are like starting to get it. And they're starting, like you said, to become awake and like wake up and mm-hmm. understand this importance of the presence. And like, along with that, as much as we need to offer ourselves grace in this process, there's definitely a right way and a wrong way to do it where you can, you know, heal yourself and harm yourself. And so that's definitely something that has to be covered is that this is a very exciting thing to recognize how much we can hold the reins in this space Mm -hmm. of presence. But we also need to know that I think remembering that if you hold this peace and love within yourself, then that's what's being emitted. And if Mm -hmm. you do things freely, like if you love freely, it's going to come back to you just as free but also not necessarily from the people you're expecting them to come back. No, you know, cause there is actually a beautiful saying. Um, it's from Jay Shetty's book, how to become a monk. Mm. And you would, you would love it. It's amazing. He makes a note about this idea and he says how, you know, we'd spend so much time sometimes when we're in the present, but we get so, angry if someone doesn't text us back right away like what could they possibly be doing that they couldn't respond to me right now blah 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 meanwhile our mom's sitting at home probably begging for us to call and she's only giving us love 24 7 every single day Mm. and wants to hear from us but we're not responding so it's like that's something so important that really shook me when I heard that was that you have so many people who are loving you that you don't know about and you are also loving so many people, but sometimes with expectations. So it's a chance for us to find that inner peace, but love freely. And that's the part where you're going to start recognizing love come back to you. For sure. That is like such, such a like important, crucial point to all of this. Like we have to understand what we really want. And I think that that involves a certain level of like, brutal honesty with yourself and it's not always pretty you know like if you want to be heard you must first learn to listen yeah and that was something that Pinui was like teaching us in Mm -hmm. Thailand or like if you desire loyalty then pick a project for yourself and see it through like finish it like be loyal to yourself like dedicate yourself to a practice choose yourself consistently if you want others to choose you as well and there's you know there's definitely a difference between selfishness and Mm self-interest and understanding the difference between the two of like you just want attention or like you like you genuinely want this kind of love and you know I think when we allow ourselves to open up to that and align you know, with what we want out of our relationships by your own actions and your, your self-talk, like, you know, if, if you want positivity, then you need to start speaking positive to yourself and also know that no one's going to be able to fill a void for you, you know, like no man, honey, like Gnosis, (laughs) like that's not the way, you know, like you, you have to do it for yourself like we we have to do it for ourselves we have to 
we have to love ourselves enough to know how to fill our own love tank first like you know on the airplane they're like apply your own mask before you do it for others and it's like super true you know you gotta you gotta give yourself that goodness before you expect others to give it to you you know in the midst of all this craziness how have you been able to keep that frequency flowing keep those connections going like you've been such a huge advocate for saying like no like I know that social distancing is a thing but we can still connect and I really want to know sure sure. how you've how you've been able to to keep promoting that well I think at the end of the day like I I let my intentions be known you know if like and I know I speak from a place of innate privilege. Like I, we live in the, you live in the Pacific Northwest now. Yeah, we're practically neighbors, girl. Yeah. We were very, very blessed to live in a place where, um, again, like the outside is not canceled. Like you're still able to go for a hike and you're, we're still able to go fly and like, we're still able to snowboard, like the resorts are open. And so like, I, I speak from a certain perspective that I know not everyone gets to share right now. And my, my own experience with it is like, I've, I've just continued to do the things that I love to do and just like be, be real with myself and with others that like, it's okay not to be okay all the time. And I think I used to put on this mask of toxic positivity of like it's all good in the neighborhood like all the time when like that's not always the case yeah and that's okay like it's okay to be sad and like you know the sadness allows us to feel the happiness because then we actually have a threshold of like the difference between the two and just yeah I don't know even if like your heart is in a negative space I think it still can attract the positive frequencies Mm -hmm. and I think that's that in and of itself is the true polarity of life like even yesterday dude when you sent me that bit like my heart wasn't feeling so good and even though like my heart maybe was like feeling like the negative like the intention for goodness was still there. So it almost like drew you in as like the positivity and that's the magnetic connection of human life. And, you know, certain experiences, you know, certain experiences have led me to believe that like all things are connected in some way, shape or form, like the yin and the yang it's, it's all working in balance. And like, that is just like super fucking cool when you really think about it. it really you know? <laughs> exactly. And it's <laughs> moments like that where you're like, okay, I don't need to beat myself up for having a bad like headspace today or a bad heart today in my point of view, because my intentions, if we keep our intentions pure and in the light, then even if we have a rough day and, you know, we're giving ourselves the mental punching bag, you're still going to have light come to you when you need it most, whether it's from within or from people you surround yourself with. And that's definitely the grace that we need to start recognizing. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's the truth there, <laughs> girl. <laughs> she speaks the true, true. <laughs> We slay, we slay. (laughs) 
that's all she wrote really <laughs> that, was, that was it that was all i love it that's our ted talk thanks and thank you for attending our ted talk <laughs> <laughs> amber and i will be touring soon yeah <laughs>